Hello and welcome to Passion and Profits Without Burnout, the show for service leaders who want to make an even greater impact. I'm your host, Jacob Moore, and this is our intro episode, which is coming after episode 10, incidentally. Well, I'm a cart first sort of guy, and I tend to jump in, start doing, I have a very iterative approach to my work. And the podcast is no exception. When I had the idea, I just immediately started reaching out to guests and booked some fantastic guests right away. And as I started interviewing, I was like, oh, this is good. I don't want to wait. And it's because like, I mean, I'm I'm talking to some of the like the, the biggest thought leaders in impact leadership, people like Dr. Judy Ho, who shares her six steps to stop self-sabotage, CJ McClanahan, Johnny Immerman, Kate Colley, Naza Shelley, who raised a million dollars for her dating service, Carpe DM. She's one of the few black women entrepreneurs in the world to be able to do so. Megan Jarvis, who is a psychotherapist and is a thought leader in grief-informed workplaces. Fantastic conversations, and I wanted to share them with you all. And also along the way, I've been getting requests to share more information about myself and the work that I do. So here we are. Uh, This is the intro episode, and I'll, I'll do some solo episodes as well to share a little bit more about my work and my approach to my leadership development module as well. So this intro episode is going to focus on the who, the what, and the why of passion and profits. And I'll share a little bit about my background, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Welcome to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I'm your host, Jacob Moore. I'm a speaker, coach, childhood suicide loss survivor, and filmmaker who left Hollywood to follow my heart of service. I've helped tens of thousands of people find the balance in their life between passion and profits. On the show, I'm going to teach you how to build a trauma-responsive, resilient, and impactful community and organization, all without burning out. Let's get started. So let's talk first about the who of passion and profits. Well, the who is really you. If you are listening to this show, I'm going to guess that you are in some way, shape, or form a service leader or an impact leader. I use those terms interchangeably. And that means simply that you are someone who is doing something that is greater than yourself. You are working for the betterment of others, for your community, for the world at large. You have these set of intrinsic values that you just can't help infusing into your work. Perhaps you work for a nonprofit, a community service organization, maybe a a B Corp or a corporation in HR, diversity, equity, and inclusion, employee resource groups. The list goes on. You get the picture. You are a do-gooder and someone who cares about others, which is fantastic and amazing. I count myself amongst the the ranks of of the do-gooders in the world. And that comes with a lot of challenges, including burnout including oftentimes limited resources. And I've had to learn 
through bootstrapping two organizations, how to get real scrappy. And I've encountered many, many organizations and, and leaders who are in the same boat and caring so much being a caretaker that it becomes detrimental to ourselves is kind of inherent in the process, but it doesn't have to be. That's that's a learned thing that we can unlearn. And this, this show is really about finding that balance. As the name suggests, passion and profits, we need to balance that while avoiding burnout in order for this to be sustainable. So if you are someone who has struggled in your organizational development, struggled to balance the resources or maybe to leverage the limited resources that you have to be able to make truly make an impact in your community, if you're someone who finds yourself constantly feeling burnt out or overwhelmed or frustrated with the state of things and you you feel like it's just not sustainable, well, you're probably right. And good news, you're in the right place because this show is for you and what we're going to talk about is to help you find that balance. Okay, so we covered the who. Now let's talk about the what. The what of the show, the structure of the show is we'll have weekly episodes uh, every Tuesday as it stands. And the episodes will really have two different formats. One will be a, a tangible tool, uh, a, a takeaway that will be tactical in some way. You can implement right now today in your organization, in your life, and really have some measurable outcome or change. Uh, every episode that either I share or I have a guest on, that is like, this is a teaching podcast for the purpose of learning. And there will be something you can take and plug in to your world, to your system right now and be able to make a change. The other form of episode is a mindset episode. So this is really focused on patterns of thinking, helping to disrupt, you know, those negative scripts or self-sabotaging behaviors, perspectives and ideas that help us really get out of our own way, hit the reset button in some way, really be shorter episodes and be focused on things that we can do to, to really shift our mind. And those will still have tangible takeaways. It's just a, a little more sort of, I don't want to say nebulous in nature, but it's, it's less focused on like things you can do and more focused on ways of thinking. So, so that's the, the what of the show. Oh, and by the way, that will happen both in solo and guest episodes, both, both of those formats. All right. So let's talk about the why this is, this is always my favorite part, the why, why do we do what we do? So. I started this show because I tried so hard to be a good leader and I tried so hard to build an organization and I just kept failing. I kept falling down and I realized that it was because I was trying to do it all myself. I was trying to be the, the all things to all people, these organizations or teams that I was building just kept falling apart or the systems that I created would break. And I, I realized that I needed to let my ego go and really focus on who 
I could bring into my organization or my life that had a skill set that I didn't or had knowledge that I didn't. And naturally, through this journey, I've just connected with some really fantastic people because, of course, when values are aligned, people are, are, are also wanting to do good and help out. And so I've just connected with a, a huge network of people who are, are doing amazing things. And through the development of my organizations, building collaborations and partnerships, I've learned so much just by like just by being in meetings with people or watching other people work. So I, I figured let's formalize this. Let's let's do this in a way that like allows me to learn and grow and what better format than a podcast? Because that also honors one of my core values, the fifth bridge, give. And in this way, I get to leverage my network and all of these fantastic people that I've met along the way and share that with you. That's a give in my book. So that's the why of it. As far as the show is concerned, my deeper why goes back much, much further than that. My birth father died by suicide when I was six years old. And it that had a profound impact on my life and that of my family. We were poor. We didn't have many resources. And we were effectively in survival mode for most of my childhood. And it affected my personal development, my education, my my relational skills. And those things follow me through to this day. I'm still working on some of these challenges. I experienced anxiety, depression, substance misuse, suicidal ideation. I've been arrested, lost so many jobs, so many relationships, and just kept falling down again and again and again. And therapy was so helpful. Medicine, pharmaceuticals, intermittently helpful. But the one thing that really made the biggest impact in my life was peer support. Hearing from others who had been there understanding that I wasn't alone, that others had figured out a path, a way through the the mire of mental health to come out on the other side with not only a story to tell, but a, a lesson that they learned was incredibly inspiring to me. And and it really, like, it, it showed me in a very tangible way that I didn't have to keep living the life that I was living, that there was another way. And as I started exploring my own path, I noticed that things started to fall into these five different categories. I now call them the five bridges, bond, fuel, move, rest, and give. These five areas of wellness that I could directly impact that have tangible effects on my mental health and overall wellness. And as I started to bring more structure and started to really keep track of these changes that I was making in my life, I started to notice marked improvements. That developed over years into a wellness action plan, uh, something that I use as a structure to help myself 
achieve optimal wellness. And as I started sharing that with others, it was helpful for them. And so I decided to actually develop it into a curriculum. So the Five Bridges program really helps anyone discover their own path to wellness. And it's customized by you so that it looks like you. Because of course, we're all individuals. There's no one size fits all approach. We provide the structure, but you fill in the blanks. And I now work with service organizations, nonprofits, for-profits, and help them implement this program in their community for their staff. Um, it's being used in populations ranging from youth to uh, prevention, recovery, treatment, and beyond. People who are incarcerated, people who are in mental health institutions, individuals and in family parenting programs, staff at Fortune 550 companies are using Five Bridges with great success. I also, growing this peer support network, really found that that the value in peer support was greater for, for a lot of people than traditional approaches. And in that way, started to kind of form this collective, which I called No Stigmas, a place where people could share their stories without feeling ashamed and find peer support in a way that felt positive and sustainable. And as people started sharing their stories, the community grew, and we now have over 80,000 people in the No Stigmas Network and programs ranging from youth to workplace, mental health curriculum, teaching people how to be advocates for themselves, for others, and for the cause of mental health equity. So that's a bit about my professional background. And for, for me, I think just by, by the nature of who I am and what I do, I've kind of, like I said before, I, I'm a cart first sort of guy and I I just kind of do and I figure out as I go. Um, and what I've come to realize is there's a better way. <laughs> there's a better way than just trying to DIY everything. And my passion was driving me so much that I wasn't taking a look at how to really build sustainable infrastructure and systems that could help support me and others in a, in a more sustainable way. And I was burning out so much over and over again. And my passion would take me so far, but without the, the proper systems and without really infusing my mission into what I was doing, it, it just kept falling apart and falling apart. That shift to really focusing on my strengths and bringing others in to work in the fullness of their strengths um, is is really what changed the trajectory of, of my my career and my organizations. I think the, the biggest lesson is you can't do it all and you can't do it alone. And there's no reason to. There's, there's absolutely no reason to. But I will say this, even though I took a hard route, uh, being a bit scrappy and having to figure it out, having very limited resources, has taught me to be extremely resourceful and resilient. So the cool thing is, is that I have a lot of great lessons that I can share with you all when it comes to how to make the most out of a little or how to look at every situation and see what you can pull out of it to create something more. And that's that's really um, 
something I'm excited to share with you all throughout this podcast, whether it's what knowledge I've gained or the knowledge of the guests that that I'll have on the show. I just wanted to share real quick as a, as a preview to what's coming up next in the next four episodes, my core four of impact leadership. This again is sort of the value set that is infused in passion and profits and my impact leadership development module as well. So the first of the core four is mission mindset. So this is driving outcomes through your purpose, using that purpose and that passion, but really turning that into a mission that is bigger than yourself. This is the most important thing because passion is for us. It might inspire others, but mission helps us translate that passion to others so that they can also be part of it. This helps us grow beyond ourselves. This helps makes make what we're creating sustainable and to grow from there. So my next episode is going to focus on this mission mindset and how to really build something that is, I keep using this word, but, but sustainable beyond ourselves that, that can grow beyond ourselves. The second of the core four is compassionate culture really infusing compassion into everything we do as a leader is crucial. Uh, talk about the difference between sympathy, empathy, and compassion, and why that distinction is important, and, and why intrinsic to, to compassion is action. Um, we talk about boundaries, about compassion, and how to ensure that we're not overstepping them. The third core four is professional and personal progress. As impact leaders, we're so focused on driving the mission, serving the community, caretaking for others, that we often lose sight of the fact that we need motivation that's, that's beyond just helping others. We need our own motivation which includes our personal and professional development. I very firmly believe that we do not have to sacrifice our own needs, our own resources to be able to have the impact that we need. I, I mistakenly thought for many, many years that I couldn't make a good living while also having a profound impact on others. It's not true. There's enough to go around and we all deserve to have a part of it. So this professional and personal development really comes from this idea that there is plenty in the world and it is okay for us to also have enough because, and this leads to the fourth of the core four, we need to have sustainable self-care. We cannot have sustainable self-care if we're coming from a place of lack. If we have, that's just a little bit about the core four, about the show and about me. So that's, that's it for today. I'm going to wrap it up. But if you need help clarifying any approaches to your service leadership, you want to dig into beyond the show, understanding how you can do this specific to your circumstances, specific to your life, to your organization, reach out a lack of resources. Nothing in this equation works if you can't. If you are not taking care of yourself in a way that allows you to continue to do your work without burning out, 
then eventually your system is going to fall apart. We need to figure out how to invest in ourselves and to do that first so that we have the resources to invest in others. Sustainable self-care is part of No Stigmas programming. It's part of Five Bridges programming. It's part of Passion and Profits. It's part of my leadership development module because it is so important. It's not selfish and it is the number one way to grow as a leader. So I'll leave contact information in the show notes and just start a conversation and let's talk about how I can help support you in the work that you're doing in a more specific way. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate your time. Thank you for your attention. And until the next show, be well. Thanks so much for listening to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I hope that you found some impactful takeaways. And if you did, I'd love to hear from you. Share a screenshot on your IG story, tag me, or send me a quick message. This show is for you, so any feedback is welcomed. Hey, and make sure you're also subscribed to the show so you don't miss any of our new episodes. And if you could, take a few minutes to leave me a five-star review. That'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and be well.